I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Lana DeGrasse here, president of Turning on the Lights Global Institute, and I want to welcome you to this podcast. I want to start off by asking you a question. What are the things that come to mind when you think about the frustrating aspects of being an entrepreneur? Hmm. What are the things that make you work on your business, look at the aspects you don't like, and just say, you know what, I'm throwing them in the towel. I'll pick up on this next week. Now, one of the things that we don't talk about when it comes to starting a business from the boots uh, is the fact that, you know, every person has strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Every single person has the things that they are good at, and they also have the things that they're not so good at. And there are things that frustrate us in in our business, and there are things that we love. And I kind of think of it, you know, when you look at a wedding, how detailed a wedding can be planned, and you look at the couple and what they envision, right? Obviously, they can see the end, but all of the things that it takes to lead up to that momentous day can be cumbersome. But what do they do? Many people end up hiring planners or those individuals to help make that day as smooth as possible. So I want to remind you to be patient while you are upgrading. Be patient as you are an entrepreneur. Now I'm saying this, but even as I'm saying it, it's also a lesson to myself that the idea is, yes, you know where you would like to be. Yes, you want to be there like yesterday, but obviously you can't go further than you are at or willing to uh, to work up to. And so it's okay if you're not happy where you are, but the question is, are you willing to persist? Are you willing to endure? You know, showing up isn't enough to reach your personal goals. It may be difficult to feel like you can be be hopeful and joyful when you see all of what's going on in the news today. And I want to ask you this question. Can you affirm something beautiful that has actually happened because of what you do in your business or because of what you do when you help others? So when I coach clients, I must remind them that their present circumstances are the only aspects of their lives to focus on. Our life challenges can serve as our greatest teachers. When I worked on my doctorate 10 years ago, I remember the challenge of endurance I faced as my research period lasted three years beyond the time frame I had envisioned. When I first enrolled, I said, I love research, so it won't be a problem. I was an avid reader and a researcher and assumed the research period would be a year and a half. And when my program began, I wrote for weeks on end. In the early phase of my research until uh, into adult learners, 
I started from a certain angle and compiled close to 100 pages of research and study. However, when I brought it to my board of advisors, they dismissed it and asked me to start my proposal from scratch. And I remember going home and thinking, I'll just alter it a little bit. I can't believe they really want me to delete all 100 pages, but guess what? That's what they wanted. So in those tough moments, I could have stayed in that resentment and in in that moment of doubt. And I just remember questioning if my goal of having a PhD to serve others, to help them reach their dreams was possible. But one of the things I still remember is the moment when I realized, okay, calm down, because usually when we are pressed or we're challenged, we want to freak out and then just start going ballistic. At least I do. It's like I see a problem and I want to fix it all in 24 hours. But I have learned with time that the bigger the vision, the bigger the patience, because there are going to be moments where there are going to be obstacles, there are going to be um, you know, little details that we need to pay attention to. And if we're not careful, even in our motivation, if we're not careful in just saying, okay, this is going to be a lot more than I anticipated, then we'll start taking those challenges personally, right? And then we'll say, oh, this is not for me, or I knew I couldn't do it, or, you know, and, and I do know also, too, as entrepreneurs, when we're learning to do new things, you know, you might have a great product, you might speak well, but you might hate actually sharing your offer so people can actually buy, or you might procrastinate on all the other things that it would take for people to convert, but do all the things you love. And there's nothing wrong with working on what you love, but you know what? Even the baker who loves to just simply bake cakes can't just thrive in a baking business, baking the cakes. He also has to prepare his display. He also has to think about unique ingredients. He also has to think about, you know, maybe a soft launch. What can what can he do or she do to make the debut of these beautiful cakes worthy of someone eating it and coming back time and time again? So, Hubster, as we all I love to call husband uh, Manu, is always reminding me that it's a long journey. And one of his things is, you know, it's okay to fail. Failing does not mean that you have completely, you know, faltered. It's just an opportunity for you to tweak what you're doing so that it gets better and better every time. Of course, then you'd have to eventually make a decision. So I really want to see you grow this year. And to see the stronger you appear... You will need to have realistic expectations. I won't even lie. It floors me when I hear about, you know, these uh, gurus sometimes that forget that people who are really working a full-time job and trying to start their hustle don't have a team of 20 people to help them get going, right? It floors me, right? Because a lot of times these people are people we love and we admire, but at the, at the end of the day, once we turn their videos off and once we turn their podcasts off, we're, we're there at our desk working on our dream and working on our fortitude to serve others. And I just want to encourage you, sometimes you just need to see where you really are at. You know, it's kind of like, Yes, you want to be a guru, and yes, you want to have your name in lights, but if you can't even write one paragraph to put the book together, then that is a lofty goal, and if you don't have a plan to get your book done, or you don't have a plan to debut your, you know, your services, um, and it's funny, I was, um, 
sometimes, you know, as an entrepreneur too, I see all of these other entrepreneurs working hard to, you know, maybe transition into having their business full time. And I remember those early days. And, you know, I remember in the beginning, not wanting to have my face on flyers and not really caring to be the central face of my brand. But you have to know what kind of business and service and brand you have because even if you say that oh I'm, I'm an ex I'm an introvert and I don't really like talking even if that is your ammo uh, you still are going to have to have a strategy because we know that in 2023 more and more forms of engagement with others through social media and through communication is through short form video so you don't have to be on the video you just have to figure out how can I use text or how can I overlay new media tools to still convey my message right so it really then becomes to how can you structure parts of who you are or parts of your business, how can you systematize it so that it also is in alignment with who you really are, right? So if someone's really an introvert and they go out to a conference that tells them they have to post video and they have to be this other person that they're not, they're going to hate their business. And I know that because these are the kinds of people that come to me. They would have already registered and been a part of a lot of initiatives. And when it came down to looking at their SWOT analysis and seeing the things that they actually like to do and how they like to operate, many times they feel like they have invested thousands of dollars in programs that don't fit them because they bought somebody else's template. Now, look, I'm all about curriculum. I'm a former educator. So I'm all about, actually, I'm still an educator. I still teach part-time and I'm all around, all about having a system and a plan. But at some point to really grab hold of something to make it work for you and your team, you really have to really think about who you are and how you want to design your business. Because there'll be some people that say, oh my gosh, I love Dr. D Inspire. I love how she, when I see her go live in her group coaching meeting, she's dancing to Diana Ross and she's doing all of that. But there might be someone else that says, I hate that. I don't like that. I'd rather have somebody that's just a straight shooter, turn on the video, here I am. And so everybody has something unique to offer, specifically if you're a coach, author, you know, you do trainings and workshop and development, etc. There's something about you that I think is very unique and you want to make sure you tap into that because that's where your genius is and that's where you'll have more fun. But I also want to talk about this other piece too, aside from the fact that there are times when gurus say, hey, you know, look at me. It's so easy. Just go ahead and do it. No, it's not. Because what they're not telling you is all of the fees you have to pay for the different things you're going to eventually subscribe to or all of the other outlier variables about running a business that one may not think of, right? So we want to make sure we have our legal in place. We want to make sure that we have the basic service descriptions in place. So it's funny to me sometimes when I'm talking to people and they're like, I don't need, I don't need to think about business communication mastery. I just want to <laughs> direct message people and tell them I have a program that's, you know, $500 a month. And then you click on whatever they're trying to, you know, share with their potential consumer. And there's no website or there's a website and it's just them. And you, we don't see any testimonials or we, we don't get a chance to get a bite-sized chunk of you and what it is that you have to offer. So these are the things that you want to think about as you are starting up. And for me, I think the challenging part that we all can have is to be realistic with where we are and with where our competencies are. And so, you know, you don't have to know everything, right, about uh, running a business, but you definitely have to have, um, you know, specialty experts 
expertise in the solution that you say you're providing. And if you don't, perhaps you think about partnering with people that do have it. Um, So I definitely want to encourage you to think about how important it is to plan your wins. And I've talked about this in different ways. You, You really have to sit down and you know, plan how you want your success to look and feel. And not that you're not that you're necessarily going to even know what that specifically looks like, but do a vision board, you know, create a vision board that showcases, you know, where you would like to be, you know, uh, three, seven years from now, Uh, who are you sitting with? What are the words that are coming to mind? What's the revenue that you would like to have uh, made? And I can say it's amazing, but I do have a vision board uh, right after I first started my company. And I can say that I surpassed some of those things that I had on the vision board, you know, visions of, you know, who I wanted to do workshops with, uh, who did I want seated at the table? Who did I want to see, say their lives were transformed? I saw those women, right? I saw those professionals. I, I shared the stages with notable individuals that grew $10 million businesses, right? But even as still a growing and emerging company, I still realize the importance of every little step. Every little step compounds to the next step. So I really want to encourage you, if you haven't done so, to think about what are two or three steps you need to make in the month of April as you think about how you can upgrade where you presently are. Now, do you think that at this stage, it might be a time where you set aside maybe a weekend? I call it an incubation to have some incubation and reflection. Or are you at a stage where you need someone to see outside of you so that they can see more objectively some of the goals that you have and you are you know, able to have a fresh perspective about where you're going? Or are you in a place where you actually need to pause and just ponder again and think about whether or not you even love or like what you're doing? See, sometimes we don't think about all of these facets when it comes to running a business, but I can tell you that a quick way to failure is just to be on somebody else's plan. So one of the things I highly recommend that you do is think about becoming or joining a community where you can even develop who you are. So sometimes when we have our programs, it can be that we have an entrepreneur that that comes into our meeting and says, hey, I'm not an entrepreneur, but I love to support others and I love helping leaders in my company. How can Turning on the Lights Global Institute support me? And I simply tell them, you know what, whether you are an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, there are certain leadership skills and competencies that you have to have, whether you are an employee or you're starting your business. One of them is you have to show up like the boss that you are. And it doesn't, you know, you have to really take yourself seriously. And sometimes, not that you have to be all dressed up every single day, but reports do show that when we actually take time to position ourselves as though we are in power and in control of what we are doing and thinking and who we are serving, we're not, we're much more likely to really reflect the very thing we are presenting. So I'm not just talking about dressing up per se, but for example, if you're that person that wants to be that motivator that cares about people, then in your eyes, what are some of the things you need to do to feel the part, look the part, sound the part, right? Because 
when we set ourselves up to win, when we do win, we, you know, we're like, yes, I can understand why I did win because I took the time to plan. And I still remember watching the Venus and Serena documentaries and in the uh, documentary, you can see the sisters when they're younger and how, you know, plastered on the walls are affirming statements and, you know, their dad constantly reminding them to be disciplined, to do the things that it will need to develop their athleticism and to be the woman that they be eventually became. And so we can look at examples of athletes and Olympians and things like that. And we can admire what we see in the end, but the truth of the matter is it's all of the baby steps that they took all of the, uh, you know, the time they took to do the drills and the, the weightlifting and the running and the working out and the times when they didn't feel like doing it, but going anyway. And, and I think that that's just uh, representative of what we have to do as entrepreneurs as well. So we are also running a race, right? We're, we're trying to create solutions to complex problems. We are trying to help people heal. We're trying to be leaders. We're trying to start institutions. We're trying to create more equitability in all that we see and do, at least in the United States. And so these are some of the things that we're striving for. And I want you to know, small businesses make America. <laughs> so if you're a small business owner, you know, sometimes you might see opportunities and you think that opportunity is not for me. I'm not this big person. No, that opportunity is for you. As long as you qualify, you know, think about how you can show up in your business differently. When you turn on your desktop, you know, are things everywhere? Do you have your folders organized? Like all these little pieces really are important in terms of how you function. And I know as an artist, we're visual, we are spatial, we are, you know, and, and we're tactical, but sometimes we can also have a very different way of how we do and operate our ideas and, and create those ideas and think about those ideas. But what I've learned sometimes is that very creative people struggle with just streamlining things. And a lot of times, you know, creatives, and I'm a creative myself, I mean, I can sing, I can play the piano by air, I speak, I write poetry, you know, I love training people, you name it, I love traveling. And sometimes to the outsider, they may say, oh, this person, if, you know, especially when you're starting, this person is all over the place. They're scattered. But it's not so much that you're scattered. It's just that you have that different interests. So one of the things I highly recommend is that you do join a tribe. Join the Turning on the Lights Global Institute community where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. And some of that can just mean you might just need to be in a space where you're in a group and you have some coaching or you really might not need that. And you need a direct coach to support you in what you are doing to kind of give you some, um, some anchoring as you get clarity around your business. So this year I had the pleasure of working with the Boston central library as the entrepreneur in residence, showing entrepreneurs how to clean up their one page business plan, uh, showing them how to have a basic social media strategy and also showing them that their experiences and who they are and how they decide to show up in the marketplace is valuable. And sometimes I will say there are sometimes if you're a new entrepreneur and you're the first generation in your family to, to maybe get a bachelor's, master's, doctorate, you name it, and then you decide to be 
someone to um, start a new project or initiative, sometimes it might not, it might mean that you have to go and get more information and resources from places that you might not feel comfortable. We're comfortable around people who know us, but doesn't mean that those people can help us to get to the next level when it comes to a business perspective. So I highly recommend that you think about our IWBCC VIP program because that program is a beautiful network of leaders, experts, consultants, you name it. And we always have these these wonderful meetings that focus on elements of entrepreneurship to help you to scale and grow your business. So I highly recommend that. And I also recommend that you give yourself a pat on the back. Look at how far you've come. If you feel like you haven't given up, you still have goals, you still have dreams. I want to commend you for not giving up. And of course, I love to always give homework. So here's your homework assignment. I would definitely love for you to tell me what is your business and what is the most challenging thing about your business that you struggle with. One of the things we want to do with the Upgrade My Life and Biz show is to bring some uh, entrepreneurs from every level onto our platform. And if that's you, you have a challenge in your business and maybe you are a coach, consultant, you have a product and you just want to join my show to get some direct coaching, spotlight coaching live with me, definitely reach, reach out and send us a bio about who you are and how long you've been in business and what is the number one challenge you have. Send that to subscriber at tolgispark.com. Well, I want to encourage you to keep striving and thriving. I want to thank you for tuning into this podcast and I'll see you again soon. This is brought to you by Turning On The Lights Global Institute, where we help you to reach personal and professional goals. To learn more about our programs, visit us at tolgispark.com.